Welcome to Bite at a Time Books, where we read you your favorite classics one bite at a time. My name is Brie Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. You'll also find our new t-shirts in the shop, including podcast shirts and quote shirts from your favorite classic novels. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes. But also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show, and YouTube, where we have special behind-the-narration of the episodes. We're part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear what inspired your favorite classic authors to write their novels— and what was going on in the world at the time, check out the Bite at a Time books behind the story podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Please note, while we try to keep the text as close to the original as possible, some words have been changed to honor the marginalized communities who've identified the words as harmful and to stay in alignment with Bite at a Time books' brand values. Today we'll be reading Little Red Cap, or Little Red Riding Hood by the Brothers Grimm. Once upon a time, there was a dear little girl who was loved by everyone who looked at her, but most of all by her grandmother, and there was nothing that she would not have given to the child. Once she gave her a little cap of red velvet, which suited her so well that she would never wear anything else, so she was always called Little Red Cap. One day her mother said to her, Come, little red cap, here's a piece of cake and a bottle of wine. Take them to your grandmother. She is ill and weak, and they will do her good. Set out before it gets hot, and when you are going, walk nicely and quietly and do not run off the path. Or you may fall and break the bottle, and then your grandmother will get nothing. And when you go into her room, don't forget to say good morning, and don't peep into every corner before you do it. I will take great care." said Little Redcap to her mother and gave her hand on it. The grandmother lived out in the wood, half a league from the village, and just as Little Redcap entered the wood, a wolf met her. Redcap did not know what a wicked creature he was and was not at all afraid of him. "'Good day, Little Redcap,' said he. "'Thank you kindly, wolf.' "'Wither away so early, Little Redcap,' to my grandmother's. "'What have you got in your apron?' cake and wine. Yesterday was baking day, so poor sick grandmother is to have something good to make her stronger. Where does your grandmother live, little red cap? A good quarter of a league further on in the wood. Her house stands under the three large oak trees. The nut trees are just below. You surely must know it, replied little red cap. The wolf thought to himself, what a tender young creature. What a nice plump mouthful. She will be better to eat than the old woman. I must act craftily so as to catch both. So he walked for a short time by the side of Little Red Cap, and then he said, See, Little Red Cap, how the pretty flowers are about here. Why do you not look round? I believe, too, that you do not hear how sweetly the little birds are singing. You walk gravely along as if you were going to school, while everything else out here in the wood is merry. Little Redcap raised her eyes, and when she saw the sunbeams dancing here and there through the trees, and pretty flowers growing everywhere, she thought, Suppose I take Grandmother a fresh nosegay. 
That would please her too. It is so early in the day that I shall still get there in good time. And so she ran from the path into the wood to look for flowers. And whenever she had picked one, she fancied that she saw a still prettier one farther on, and ran after it, and so got deeper and deeper into the wood. Meanwhile, the wolf ran straight to the grandmother's house and knocked at the door. Who is there? Little Redcap, replied the wolf. She is bringing cake and wine. Open the door. Lift the latch, called out the grandmother. I'm too weak and cannot get up. The wolf lifted the latch. The door sprang open, and without saying a word, he went straight to the grandmother's bed and devoured her. And he put on her clothes, dressed himself in her cap, laid himself in bed, and drew the curtains. Little Redcap, however, had been running about picking flowers. And when she had gathered so many that she could carry no more, she remembered her grandmother and set out on the way to her. She was surprised to find the cottage door standing open. And when she went into the room, she had such a strange feeling that she said to herself, Oh dear, how uneasy I feel today. And at other times, I like being with grandmother so much. She called out, Good morning, but received no answer. So she went to the bed and drew back the curtains. There lay her grandmother with her cap pulled far over her face and looking very strange. Oh, grandmother, she said, what big ears you have. The better to hear you with, my child, was the reply. But grandmother, what big eyes you have, she said. The better to see you with, my dear. But grandmother, what large hands you have. The better to hug you with. Oh, but grandmother, what a terrible big mouth you have. The better to eat you with. And scarcely had the wolf said this. Then with one bound, he was out of bed and swallowed up Redcap. When the wolf had appeased his appetite, he laid down again in the bed, fell asleep, and began to snore very loud. The huntsman was just passing the house and thought to himself, "'How the old woman is snoring. I must just see if she wants anything.' So he went into the room. And when he came to the bed, he saw that the wolf was lying in it. Do I find you here, you old sinner, said he. I have long sought you. Then just as he was going to fire at him, it occurred to him that the wolf might have devoured the grandmother, and that she might still be saved. So he did not fire, but took a pair of scissors and began to cut open the stomach of the sleeping wolf. When he had made two snips, he saw the little red cap shining. And then he made two snips more, and the little girl sprang out, crying, oh, How frightened I have been! How dark it was inside the wolf! And after that, the aged grandmother came out alive also, but scarcely able to breathe. Redcap, however, quickly fetched great stones with which they filled the wolf's belly. And when he awoke, he wanted to run away. But the stones were so heavy that he collapsed at once and fell dead. Then all three were delighted. The huntsman drew off the wolf's skin and went home with it. The grandmother ate the cake and drank the wine which Redcap had brought and revived. But Redcap thought to herself, As long as I live, I will never by myself leave the path to run into the wood when my mother has forbidden me to do so. It also related that once when Redcap was again taking cakes to the old grandmother, another wolf spoke to her and tried to entice her from the path. Redcap, however, was on her guard and went straight forward on her way, and told her grandmother that she had met the wolf, and that he had said good morning to her. 
but with such a wicked look in his eyes that if they had not been on the public road, she was certain he would have eaten her up. Well, said the grandmother, we will shut the door that he may not come in. Soon afterwards, the wolf knocked and cried, Open the door, grandmother. I am Little Redcap and am bringing you some cakes. But they did not speak or open the door, so the graybeard stole twice or thrice round the house, and at last jumped on the roof, intending to wait until Redcap went home in the evening, and then to steal after her and devour her in the darkness. But the grandmother saw what was in his thoughts. In front of the house was a great stone trough, so she said to the child, Take the pail, Redcap. I made some sausages yesterday, so carry the water in which I boiled them to the trough. Redcap carried until the great trough was quite full. Then the smell of the sausages reached the wolf, and he sniffed and peeped down, and at last stretched out his neck so far that he could no longer keep his footing, and began to slip, and slipped down from the roof straight into the great trough and was drowned. But Redcap went joyously home and no one ever did anything to harm her again. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books today, while we read a bite of one of your favorite classics. Again, my name is Brie Carlisle, and I hope you come back tomorrow for the next Brothers Grimm story. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com and check out the shop. You can check out the show notes or our website, biteatatimebooks.com, for the rest of the links for our show. We'd love to hear from you on social media as well.